0: Data Rockstars coffee podcast with me, Kelly Peters. And me Regina Jonas. Today we're joined by Sally White from Silo Beyond HR. Welcome Sally. Oh, welcome. Thank you for the invitation. Oh, it's brilliant to have you with us today. And because we've got your excellent expertise, we are going to talk about the HR and data protection challenges of working from home. So we're really looking forward to having a good discussion about the challenges that people are facing really at the moment about hybrid working. And it's I think for many companies quite a new realm that they're stepping into. Sort of there's been traditionally quite a bit of mistrust, I think, from people inverted commas working from home and it's kind of seen as a not necessarily the most productive place and I think that's really been challenged over the course of the pandemic that employees have been able to say actually I've been able to do my job from home as effectively if not more effectively because I've been able to be focused and it's something that as the pandemic continues people are looking to continue and implement something a little bit more formal and I think one of the challenges that we flagged this week was very much around that sort of monitoring productivity so that many employers are looking to try and implement to sort of overcome their suspicions potentially of individuals that might not be working as hard as they feel they should be. I think figures in the article we spotted showed that it's about 32% of home workers are being monitored by firms uh, which is up from 24% in April and I think that's the sign that as things are getting back to normal people are trying to implement policies but also manage and keep an eye on people and I think from both an HR and a data protection side there's quite a few concerns around that that monitoring of employees particularly when they're in their their home space.
1: Well I think it's been really interesting to see how people had to immediately work from home and a lot of the structure they might have had in the office got ditched if that's the right word they didn't really put things in place and now what we're seeing as you you rightly say this formalization to hybrid working because we're not going to just return straight back to the office is where people are saying oh gosh well now we need to put that structure back in we had it in the office and we really need it and there's a gap to plug and and that's where some companies are going as far as you know monitoring that we would probably have some concerns around but i would take a step back and go "Well, hang on you know what structures do you need to get the best from your people Mm -hmm. And you really need to look at the ways of working, just as you would have done had they been in the office all the time. You'd think about the culture, you'd think about communicating your vision, your values and and what you're about, you know, and having a sort of bedrock of trust. So I do think there is a sort of don't forget to do all those good things that you would have done before. And then behind there, there's some good old compliance stuff that you and I with a sort of HR and data protection would start to get say, isn't it? In terms of where's your data protection policy and how's that communicated Mm -hmm. and what people do with their passwords, you know, because now there's a greater risk around that, you know, that sticky could be left. You know in multiple (laughs) places not just in the office you know so i think there's greater risk around it and there's a greater need to communicate around it and a greater need to have those firm foundations in place and that's what we're seeing when we're talking to clients and and to businesses, you know, yeah. and then actually how they train and get the best out of their people in those situations. It, it, you know it comes down to good old management practice yeah. practice
2: then around their productivity, you know. I think um, it's a, a really interesting point that you made a moment ago about trust. And I yeah. think that, you know, if, if you was in the workplace pre-pandemic, if you were going to do any kind of employee monitoring, there would have been a thought process behind that. There would have been, What is it that we have been monitoring? Why are we going to be monitoring it? And I think it's just because your workforce are now more disparate, you should still be doing that rationale in your head in terms of why do I need to do any remote (laughs) monitoring of my staff, wherever it be? via webcams, which is the BBC story that we saw, they were being spied on, mm. or whether it be how many keystrokes you're doing per hour on your computer kind of thing. You would still have done the the thinking behind it when you was in the office. So why has that suddenly now changed? And yeah. I know when I spoken to a couple of them, they're like, yeah, we're, we're looking at monitoring staff remotely because we're concerned they're not doing their job. And I'm like, have you talked to them? <laughs>
1: Well, indeed. And, you know, it's we always talked about the time when everyone was in the office about sort of presenteeism. Just because there doesn't mean to say that you're getting, you know, a sort of fully productive person. So there are things that you should have in place to to make sure you're getting the best from from people. And part of that trust means that people will follow the director or leader in a company because they really want to do a good job they really see the value and it's it's then less about you know well you've produced this number of widgets and I've monitored that and I've seen you do it and I've got an image of that you know because actually you will see the work that you've asked to be done and you'll have happy clients mm-hmm. and you'll have people that will stay with you and that's the sort of measurables we would be mm-hmm. sort of advocating really and I think you're right you know people would have seriously considered and stop and thought what do I do with this CCTV camera where you know what do I communicate about it when people were in the office and it's sad to see that you know the bad practice there is is almost turning to software without that thinking and that thought process but it's quite interesting in conversations we've been having because of hybrid working it's identified those compliance gaps and I, yeah. I don't know if you've come across this, but we find some companies, you know, they might have their privacy notices for customers, but they didn't realize they needed it for their employees. I think that's quite a telling thing. It's almost like, oh, I didn't really realize. And then it starts that conversation Uh about, well, actually, what are my rights to privacy? And that's when you would really start to turn, you know, that BBC story around and say, well, really wouldn't want to be, you know, filming and and using webcams in in the way that some of the employers have. Because, you know, I think it's getting into dangerous territory in terms of GDPR breach, Mm -hmm. actually. I'm sure you must be sitting up and paying attention to some of that as well, Mm -hmm. you know.
0: Absolutely, because it always has to be about what's proportionate and Mm. so the employer should be thinking if they do have concerns about individuals or the workforce productivity and how committed they are, then it's not necessarily, technology isn't necessarily the first place they should be going to resolve that and I think you've pointed out some (laughs) absolute foundations and first steps that should be there, but even if they do then think, well in addition we want to introduce some level of of technology to support monitoring, it always has to be proportionate. that consideration of what's the impact on individuals' rights their freedoms their privacy Mm -hmm. so that you're not overextending into their, their personal lives and I think it can be very difficult to draw that line clearly when you're then videoing or monitoring people via webcam into their own home space and Absolutely, what yeah. does that actually say about the relationship and culture that you have within the business um, mm-hmm. which could be very challenging and off putting to most people working for that organisation I would suggest. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. And potentially mm-hmm. if you can imagine can't you sort of the name of an organisation with these examples appearing as they will do in the press repeatedly and it's brand representative yeah. it's gonna a brand and reputation 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 and will people want to work for an organization a business that operates in that way Mm -hmm. if there is a feeling that they don't trust people enough and they have to be as invasive and you know, it's that distrust, isn't it? That sort of big brother feeling. And I think that's why, you know, those safe steps of looking at your employee privacy notice, communicating in uh-huh. da- your data protection policy, all of these things, it's transparent. Yeah. What you expect of them around your data, which is confidential, and what you will do in turn around their information, whether it's vit- pictures, if mm. it's their uh, data on file about them you know there's absolute transparency and it's proportionate as you say yeah. to what we need
2: and I think if you as an employer genuinely think you've got a case for employee monitoring, because it's not to say that it's not viable, I think it's that if you are going to do it, you will be required to do an impact assessment on that because it is invasive, especially in the article he was talking about, they're using their own personal technology to be able to deliver work. You know, So if you're invading not just their home, but their own computer, I think you need to put yourself in that position of, what are the risks that we need to consider from an employee's perspective that we need to ensure that we can explain to them through a privacy notice, this is why we need this information, this is why we're going to be monitoring you. These are the controls that we're going to put in place to make sure that we only use it for the reason that we've told you we're going to use it. Because mm. otherwise, you're never going to get that through. And people will challenge that through a subject access request and say, why are you asking me this? Inf- why are you monitoring me? I, mm. I don't answer, and then. It can go down the route of complaints to the commissioner and stuff. Employees, you know, especially those that become disenfranchised, will complain. Mm.
1: I mean, and one valid area where you may record something could be a a staff training, in-house discussion. Not all of the team are there. Everybody says they're happy for it to be recorded. That would be exactly the scenario. And there's there's the good, safe step. We're recording it. It's going to be made available. People know. Who knows? So if somebody comes into shot accidentally because, you know... (laughs) (laughs) these things happen you know it's it's this thing it's this home environment and and there isn't all of it you know things can just happen out of your control but actually if you set it up in the right way people know that and then they're okay and as you say you know it's just being very clear up front and proportionate
2: about it all and have you found because you mentioned the kind of updating the data protection policy so have you found Mm -hmm. that clients have taken that on board and kind of like adding in that flexibility of, well, it's not remote working anymore. It's if you're gonna work from home some or part of the time, this is what the policy is and this is our expectations of you as an employee whilst working from home. Yeah, we have. That's
1: resulted in some changes in the employee handbook, in the contract, you know, for all kinds of reasons, you know, things like travel into the office and those things, because equally you want transparency around (laughs) all terms and conditions. (laughs) But actually, yeah, we are seeing that. I think hybrid working is both popular with employees and with some employers sometimes mm-hmm. it you know it's getting the balance right around the pattern but i see this increasingly with clients we work with and those requirements being built in absolutely and i need to just go oh have we got the right systems so actually you know it, it might be a case of well we need to put a different system in oh we've got to update our privacy notice our data protect- just to make reference to that as you would have done when you did a you know a data protection audit So you know, setting up what you use actually you go oh, hang on we're now using we now need to new, use some new ones so we're mm-hmm. seeing that happen as well
0: you know i'm sure you must be too actually mm-hmm. and i suppose an interesting question just so I'm aware of we're coming towards the end of the discussions do you think perhaps the, the inclination to rely on technology it could be something to do with maybe a little bit of fear of managing people remotely
1: yes I do actually because it, it fear is too strong a word it might be inexperience of the manager mm-hmm. you know because it does require different skills it takes a different approach and we've been through a lot personally individuals so I think that you increasingly see the need to become more of an empathetic leader whereas that you know that sort of thought leadership is quite prevalent and I'm seeing that and that might not be something that all managers are comfortable yeah. with or it's within their sort of skill set so I think it's perhaps more I'm not as experienced and therefore if I use this then that'll help me it's another yeah. it's a crutch as it
0: were no that's really really interesting points there i think and an hr perspective in that challenge of what do we have in place as organizations foundations of our our business and our culture which will impact hugely on staff and how they feel engaged with their their employers Mm -hmm. and also that trust is in place to have a foundation to to enable this new way of working and i think those are probably the key takeaways from my perspective and i
2: was just going to
0: say to sally to just share
2: with our listeners what it is that you could offer um, them before we sign off and they-
1: <laughs> right so well when we founded ourselves over 10 years ago would you believe you know yeah. we approached this from the basis of sort of being those sort of go-to experts on all aspects of hr and now it goes beyond that to encompass everything from coaching recruitment counseling mediation placement business strategy learning and development so all aspects of the employee life cycle and just to be honest, the real passion about your people and your business. And we say that, you know, time and time again. And, you know, and that's why we love working with you as a business because you're, you know, equally look at it from the people dimension. So I always think it's about having the right structure so your compliance is in place and then you're getting the best of the people, you know, from them individually and yourself as a manager. You know, we're working with you on the data protection workforce workplace data protection diploma so it's nice to sort of bring that sort of compliance knowledge together Definitely, really yeah. isn't it from a HR and data protection perspective absolutely,
0: absolutely. and there's, you know even handily there's the managing the remote employee as part yes of that, so that's that you can one of the modules. strengthen your own <laughs> skills in that area if that is something that any of our listeners are struggling with but no it's, yeah. a, it's a good course with lots of expertise and insights included so we'll include a little link to it if any of our listeners are interested because uh, what's involved in that kicking off in january thank you very much for joining us this week uh, sally it was brilliant to have your hr expertise as part of our discussion oh, um, pleasure. <laughs> please do join us next time for more insight into the world of data and data protection